0: Today is, in fact, the day the Lord has made, and these are the times to which God has decided we shall live. Times such as these, it says in the book of Esther. We have to accept real responsibilities like pressing record, Herman, when you're supposed to press record on something. Famously forget that sometimes Uh, also the responsibility to stand up in the face of unanimous insanity. There's a young lady who joins me on the program. Melanie's decided to stand up um, against her school who refuses to respect a mental health waiver. She has, that means she need not wear a woke mask. Not only do they refuse to accept that, they want to house her in a plexiglass cage, like boy in the bubble. They're taking away her classes. And Melanie joins us now. Melanie, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you. Um, so I understand,
0: Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> I understand you're, you're, the school district had a really uh, interesting way of singing happy 14th birthday to you. Happy birthday.
1: So talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. So um, on my 14th birthday, we got this email saying that um, a legal injunction had been approved to uh, prevent us from protesting within within a certain distance of the school. And so I was just like reading it with my mom and we were just (laughs) laughing about it the whole time. (laughs)
0: This has to infuriate them that they can't get into your skin, That you, there's something in, um, in protesting and standing up your rights called the happy warrior. Have you ever heard that phrase? No. Yeah. The happy warrior wins. That people who refuse to get owned emotionally win, and they don't own you emotionally. Uh, so they slap this injunction on you. You must have been doing some awful things in your protest. I imagine you were turning over cars, burning down buildings, shooting at people. Something serious had to be going on. What were your protests like?
1: Um, you know, I have got to admit we had a bubble gunner too there, so that's my <laughs> ah, bad. Ah, ah.
0: <laughs> uh, blowing bubbles in the air yeah those are dangerous <laughs> yeah so some signs some free speech I mean what you were did you have bad think is that you know
1: I, we were really peaceful and yeah. if anything had gotten out of hand it was dealt with immediately um, it was it was really mellow um, we were just kind of like out there all hanging out and yeah. standing up for what we all believe is right
0: so you don't have to wear a mask. You you went to a mental health professional and um, tell my listeners what uh, what the medical health professional said about you wearing a woke mask.
1: So um, I've been diagnosed with PTSD and anxiety, not by um, just one doctor. My doctor, my uh, a psychologist, and my therapist have all like diagnosed me with this. So it's yeah. legit. Um, and so basically when I like wear the mask, it throws me into these, um, horrible, horrible panic attacks. And mm-hmm. I just like start breaking down. And a lot of the times that'll lead to self-harm or other things uh, that aren't very, very good.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so I was working on getting my mask exemption for that. Um, and my school basically just told me that like, no, the, no, your 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 condition is not severe enough for this exemption.
0: Unbelievable. You know, I should say, I feel sad to know that you um, that you have those uh, uh, that you that you're going through that, and particularly this can lead to self harm. I feel really angry at the school um you know my our family has been through a, a mental health journey melanie um and so i'm not unfamiliar uh with what that's like and i just i wonder did uh, principal andy meyer or the associate principals joseph um aquardia gillam and ian mansfield julian williams did, did any of them come to you and, and say hey you know help us understand or did they just slap down this uh Uh, this legal paper on you this injunction
1: so for uh, most of them are just kind of like um, this is what we say and this is what goes you have no input otherwise there have been a few um, staff members who are kind of just like they do ask questions and try and others understand Um, most of them are really stupid questions but nonetheless they're questions
0: yeah Yeah. And I have some pictures, folks. You got to see these text Todd, T-O-D-D to 800-465-8770. You see some pictures of a very brave, happy warrior um, who is making a bigger difference than I think she might even understand. Melanie, I'm telling you, your generation is facing absolute tyranny and you're growing the muscles of fighting tyranny. And I want to thank you for that. So they want to put you in a plexiglass cage. Yeah. <laughs> I love the picture. I think you're with your aunt in the picture. And you have the call me sign because you, you know, I'm in the cage. Hey, somebody call me. So talk I, about this I cage. Was, I, was,
1: I was talking with her and I was like, I feel like I'm in those um, visitor stations at the prison cells where you go on the <laughs> ah, phone and you have to like talk ah, through the glass.
0: But son, you didn't have to kill the man. Right. Right. Yeah, it does seem that way. <laughs> It does seem that way. Yeah. Um, they also stole some classes from you. You had um, you would overcome and and fought uh, this uh, the PTSD and the anxiety from which you suffer, and and you got invited in some magnet classes. But it sounds like um, the high school, it's Skyview High School, um, they've stolen those classes from you.
1: Yeah. So we, um, when going back to school, we got two options. A I uh, can stick to the accommodations that we had originally gone through and um, go to school like a normal kid, which in said, uh, email that they had sent to us about these options after it said in parentheses, not an actual option. No, no kidding. It literally said not an option. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. And they stick yeah. you, they, and then they put you in this bubble. Now, may, have you. Maybe you could help me because I'm an old man and we forget things. But but did the COVID flu forget how to float? The the flu virus does it not float above that plexiglass thing? Because that's a devilish design. Now, does your breath get stuck in there, or does your can, can you breathe over the top of the plexiglass?
1: Um, uh, I can definitely breathe <laughs> over it, but. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, the school has taken major precautions to make sure that everybody stays safe, I'm like, literally all the desks that surround my desk are going to be empty no, not kidding
0: wow wow um, do you think like, I, I, this requires some supposition in your part, how many of these adults are just scared silly of the disease versus how many of these adults in your mind are just excited to be able to kick people around?
1: You know, it's really hard to tell because a lot of them kind of keep this just like monotone persona on whenever I talk to them. Um, and usually they just recite the same things over. Like I'm just doing my job and I'm sticking to the guidelines that we have been provided. Wow.
0: You yeah. Know, that's so a, it's that's kind a... of,
1: it's kind of hard to tell.
0: I understand you, you like history. Yeah. Yeah, That I'm just doing my job thing. That doesn't have a real good taste for history, does it?
1: No, uh, it's even worse because, you know, the people who had said that quite a lot uh, were the Nazis way back when. And yeah. I just happened to be a Jew, so it's just kind of like, whoa, buddy, that's like... <sighs>
0: Does it get, does it chill you that way? Because look, uh, I we're not we're not thank God we're not putting Jewish people or or Hitler put gay people he put gypsies uh, on the trains predominantly Jewish people uh, we're not putting people on trains but it didn't start with trains it, it started by segregating people and targeting people and and labeling people the great unwashed so um, I didn't know you were Jewish is that does that feel extra horrifying to you?
1: Yeah, I think it's the. I feel like it wouldn't have been as bad personally if they just hadn't known. But they've known that I am Jewish and that I do practice um, the Jewish religion. So yeah. they've tried to force me to carry papers with me so that if any oh, adult questions no. my being for not no. wearing a mask, I can show them my papers.
0: Wow. And I'm going to imagine if you went in and said to the teachers, hey, how about we get together a petition for voter ID? How about if we make sure people prove who they are when they vote? Probably that stuff's not going to wash at your school somehow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah.
0: You, um, you are, uh, I mean, it. I want to look you in the eye. I make sure your mom is here with us. Megan is here with us. Megan, you're raising a hero over here. You're, you're raising a, a sh- you're you're raising a wolf amongst sheep. You're raising a leader. How does that feel to you?
1: I'm I'm really proud of her. It's it's hard being her mom, <laughs> but but I'm really proud of her.
0: My mom went through absolute. Garbage raising me because uh, I put on the first ever school strike, um, Melanie, when I was in ninth grade, I had about 45% of the school, eventually 75% of the school standing outside because the teachers wanted to steal our summer vacation because they went on strike. I said, No, you don't get to take our summer vacation, right? We're going to keep that. Um, yeah. I'm so very, very proud of you. Um, it takes a lot for someone who suffers from anxiety and, and PTC to put themselves in the center of attention. Um, and I'm just I'm just very thankful for you. Talking with Melody, she's 14 years old, fighting against the mask diktats at her high school. She has a medical waiver. They're still not stepping down. Uh, is there anything else my audience should know, Melody?
1: Um, there's quite a lot, to be honest. Um, well, tell me. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, honestly, it's hard to just kind of start in, in the middle. So I'd have to really start from the beginning. It's like, we've gone over how, like, I tried to get my medical exemption, and yeah. my school was just, just like, no. So my first day of school, I didn't even get to go with the rest of the freshmen because they wouldn't let me in the building, like, at all. Wow. And um, the the day before the first day of school was picture day. And we had a 504 meeting and they sent me into a panic attack, which almost ended me up in the hospital. So my pictures were ruined as well. And I didn't get to take them that day. Um, For the next like three, four days, I would attempt to get into the building. One day I was successful. I did get in. I went to all of my classes, um, but I was followed and harassed by um, staff. So, it was kind of hard to like focus when you're constantly being like, you need to put your mask on, put your mask on. And they know you have a
0: waiver and they know you have a waiver, but put your mask on. Wow. I can't imagine being an adult doing this to a child. I know way too much about woke masks to begin with. I mean, you know, here's an idea. If you have one of the PhD, big, smart people at your school, tell them that you met some radio clown, some clown with a radio show. I call myself a rodeo clown with a radio show. I didn't graduate college. I dropped out after football first year, have them come on my program. And, and we'll talk about that so further. So they they followed you around the school harassing you, put on your mask, put on your mask, put in your mask. What else did they do?
1: So the next day I got in again. I was only <laughs> able to I was only able to go to my first period class. Yeah. Because halfway to my math class, the principal, my counselor, and I don't know what her role is, but she was following me around quite a lot. They corner me in the hallway so that I'm unable to move. And they're like, You need to leave. And I'm like, I'm not leaving. I don't know like what makes you think I'm going to leave. So I sat down and I was like, you guys can go like call my mom. I'll, I'll, I'll stick right here in the hallway. And so I sat there until um, my principal came back up and said, your mom's outside. And I'm like, is she outside by the door? And he's like, yeah, she's there. So I walked out with him and she's not there. She oh. is all the way like off of school property because she had been served a trespassing order, which was totally like not even fair in any way shape or form she literally wasn't even doing anything um
0: wait your mom a taxpayer a citizen of this state a taxpayer to this district has been charged with trespassing for wanting to visit her kid at school or to go to school to talk to the teachers
1: yeah uh at first it was all vancouver school uh district property so that means the elementary school where my brother goes she can't she couldn't go there uh she couldn't go to board meeting she she literally couldn't go anywhere luckily we got it dropped down to just the high school which is still a problem but wow yeah
0: all right so he i don't know if he lied to you exaggerated your mom was not actually outside way far away then what
1: so i turn around to go back inside because like my mom was just like, I like she needs to go to school. Like I don't know why you brought her out here. She just needs to go back in. So I try and go back in, but the door is locked. And I'm like, are you guys gonna unlock this? And they're like, no. I'm like, what? Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I sit out there for like an hour, while I watch like all of these parents and kids are trying to get into the building. And they're like, oh, actually, we're we're gonna have you use a different entrance. <laughs>
0: there's a dissident, a dangerous dissident outside. Yeah. Wow.
1: Uh, yeah. And then finally, this girl opened the door. So I got in. I was like, please <laughs> victory. But I barely got to the lunchroom. They were forming this like human wall to keep me from moving. And whenever I tried to move, they would just shuffle um in front of me. So I was like, I tried to go, but I literally couldn't. And it got to lunchtime, and I just I went out and ate lunch with my friends. I was like, it's not even worth it at this point. Um, and so for the next two days, I tried to get in, but they wouldn't let me. I like physically could not get in. It was so horrible.
0: There was a time in history where adults stood up for kids. There was a time in history where people understood understood that a flu that is uh, that the, the COVID flu being less deadly. Then influenza for people under the age of 50, they wouldn't be doing this. People your age are a statistical zero. You just turned 14. I'll give you a fun statistic. You are more likely to die falling down the stairs um, than from the COVID flu. And now these people could all go get their magic mRNA injections, so they should be very, very happy. This is astonishing. These adults form a human chain to keep a 14-year-old kid out of school but they're just taking the time.
1: Orders. I was 13. So. Were, oh, That's
0: right. Because they hadn't given you your magic birthday with the legal papers and the injunction.
1: <laughs> yeah. So keep, keep
0: the Jewish kid out of school, form a human shame. Unbelievable. Wow. And are your friends supportive of you? I mean, you seem like someone who has you're, you're mentioning friends at lunch, et cetera. You seem like a charming person. Um, do your friends support you in this? So
1: um, my friend's, like they do support me it's just they worry about like getting in the same kind of trouble that I've gotten into and I wouldn't say it's trouble it's just the backlash has been so cruel I could understand why nobody else would want to experience that um so we like we talk about it when we hang out and stuff or like when nobody's around but like I don't know if my friends are the kind of people who would want to get up and get out quite yet Um, I'm encouraging them to do so, but I'm not going to force them to do something that they don't want to. Uh,
0: Just astonishing. What do you hope um, what if you could sit and have a reasonable conversation with, and I'm going to assume that at some point in their history, these, these administrators have been reasonable people. They're not now right now they're petty little tyrants. Um, But if you could talk with principal Meyer, just have a, you know, a reasoned conversation What would you say uh, to your principal, Principal Meyer?
1: Um, If it was a real conversation where I didn't get the same answer over and over again.
0: Which is we're um, taking orders, we're taking orders, we're taking orders. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: Um, I'd probably, I wouldn't even just like tell him things. I would ask him things. I wouldn't ask him like from his principal stance. I'd ask him as like, as a real human being that lives, breathes, eats and walks. Yeah what is your reasoning for keeping me out of school? And I've tried asking him that. I've, yeah. I've tried like 700 times, but his answer is always the same. Like we're just following the guidelines that we've been given. Like,
0: I like that you, I like that yeah. you appealed to his humanity. I like that you still see that. That speaks highly of you. Um, I'm the, I'm the adult in the room who well, your mom's here too, but, uh, I'm, I'm doing most of the talking. I'm the one calling names. I get so frustrated with tyranny. Um, let me offer this uh, just idea to you. I offered this to another, there's a kid that is in a similar circumstance in the Pialp school district. He can, can, continues to go back to school. He continues to get in. They continue to kick him out. He will not wear the woke mask. He doesn't have a waiver. He says he's just done. Um, take a, take some fresh lemons to school. Take some fresh lemons and spray them, squeeze them. And you'll d- just do it without people watching you. And you'll see if someone, someone's going to say, Oh my gosh, I smell lemons. And then say, Yes, through your woke mask. If you can smell the lemons, guess what else?
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's great.
0: Yeah, really. uh, You know what? We're going to have to wake people from this hypnotism. I wish we could talk longer. You, um, as I said just before the traffic break, you are a brave person. And I like that you're a happy warrior. I am so thrilled that you found that principle's humanity in this discussion. That speaks so highly of you. So please keep in touch with us. And the offer stands. If they want to send a PhD, I'll take on three PhDs. We'll talk woke mask, and you know what else? I'll use only CDC data, and they can't beat me in a debate. Melanie, Skyview High School has their hands full with a leader uh, and a happy warrior, and Megan, you've done a great job of raising a wolf uh, in times of sheep. Thank you so very much, you guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. And uh, for the 15th birthday, let's make it, uh, let's, let's, if they're going to get serious, let's make this a Supreme Court thing. That'd be a great 15th okay. birthday. <laughs> All right, go with God's good grace. Thank you both very, very much.